Welcome to the Not Your Average 31 podcast, a curation of stories from women who have broken the mold on what it means to be a Proverbs 31 woman. Not Your Average 31 is on a mission to help women see their inner Proverbs 31 woman right where they're at. I'm your host, Leslie Elise. Let's jump into this week's episode. Hey, Mold Breakers. Today, I have brought on my friend, Berlin. I'm so excited to have her on because she is just such a powerhouse. She just owns her strength and just knows and just goes with all she has towards the things that God's got for her life. And she is a true mold breaker. And I'm excited for her to come on and share her story with you. Berlin, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm wonderful. So do you want to go ahead and start? Tell us who you are and what you do. Yeah. So my name is Berlin Byers. I am married to my awesome husband, (laughs) been married for 10 years. Um, I am a health coach. I spent, um, oh goodness, like 13 years in the health and fitness industry um, and in that world. And then I stepped into health coaching and transferring into an avenue of um, really focusing on what's happening internally in the body and not so much on the outside of the body. So that's what I focus on for a living. And that's kind of really molded who I am and how I live out my life as a Proverbs 31 woman. What led you into getting into the health and the fitness industry? So honestly, um, I was a competitive gymnast for eight years as a kid and through high school and stuff. And so I actually went through um, an injury that completely rocked my world. I broke my spine in three places uh, when I was 16. And when you have gone through an injury like that, on top of all the other injuries I had had from being a gymnast, I really, like, I I couldn't continue in the sport. And so it really rocked my world because as a gymnast who, that's what you do five hours a day, that's your identity, that's who you are, that's what you're known for. And then just completely stopping and not to mention just being bored of my mind, I didn't know who I was. So from that, I actually ended up going into fitness competitions where I competed kind of like in the bodybuilding world. Um, and from that, I found I really liked being in that world and that space and that atmosphere. So I started to transition and learn from my personal trainer at that point of time and went through a mentorship. And I became a personal trainer. I was 17 years old. I was um, a senior in high school. I would homeschool, like sitting at the table in the gym in between my personal training clients. Um, and that is, that's how I started my career and started my business um, is in through that mentorship program. So that's how I dove into that world. Wow. That's amazing. I love that you had your business at 17 and you're like school will fit in when it fits in like clients first, like work first. <laughs> I love that. Cause so many people like they do the opposite. It's education first. And then they kind of dip their toe and you're like, no, I'm going to run with it. I love that. Cause you still Absolutely. have that personality. <laughs> Absolutely. So when did you first learn about the Proverbs 31 woman and kind of what were your thoughts about her? So I grew up in a really conservative Baptist church. So I've known about the Proverbs 31 woman, my, I mean, for as long as I can remember, but I of course remember specifically when you're a teenager in youth group, learning a lot about Proverbs 31 woman, what it means to be that woman. And really what you're learning is that person's opinion of what that woman should be. So I learned a lot about those opinions. Um, and I actually took on a lot of those opinions for myself which have transitioned big time over the years, but that is when I first learned about it and just learned about basically, I mean, the concept I was kind of thought taught, taught to think about um, the thoughts I was told to have was just basically she's meek. She's mild. She's quiet. Stay home, take care of the house, have babies, (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, that's yeah. what you're supposed to do. Um, help your husband and whatever his dreams and goals were. So that's kind of the concept that I took. And I took it still with the mindset of, I was going to do it powerfully. Like, that's just like my personality. Like I'm an Enneagram three, I'm a DM disc test. Like I'm like a driven person. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to be the best dang mild, as mild as I can be <laughs> mild, chill <laughs> housewife I can be and like raise the best dang kids I can be. Um, but I ended up finding like, first of all, that didn't fulfill me completely that, and I, I just, I think I kind of lost my identity in that because I realized that the idea I had of that wasn't exactly, um, first of all, truthful of what I feel like the Bible actually says, um, but also it wasn't who I was made to be. Right. So you said that your thoughts and have like shifted around what you thought about her. And I know that has to do with your kingdom revelation. I, we've been talking about that a lot on the podcast and you've heard me mention that. And we will definitely get to that this month. And I'm super excited about that. But tell me, like, how did that kingdom revelation change your mindset on that, on what the Proverbs 31 woman was and even how it relates to you? I mean, first of all, when I started to understand the kingdom revelation of the authority that we have and the identity that we have, um, I mean, this is as people, but we're talking specifically as women, like the queenship we have, the authority we have. And so when I, I got that mindset of like, God literally sees me as a queen. I'm like, well, what does a queen do? A queen is not necessarily cleaning all of her own house. She is not, she's not doing everything on her own in her life. She is not sitting back quiet in the corner. She is a woman with authority, with power. She has people that help her um, in many, many areas of her life. And so that brought on kind of new mindsets for me. Um, because I've always been a person that was like driven in business, driven in my health and fitness goals. Like I just like, you give me a goal or a challenge, tell me I can't do it. And I'm going to show you apps. Like I'm going to make a liar out of you no matter what. (laughs) (laughs) And so with this, it just seeing that queenship, seeing that authority that you can have, um, and starting to dive into actually rereading the Proverbs 31 woman and looking what it is and reading it in dr- different translations too. Yeah. Um, understanding what the original language means and so that some of those words maybe weren't translated as accurately as what I thought. As I dove into that, I really began to um, see how much of that related to who the person I, I was I wanted to be. Like I wanted to be this powerful businesswoman who was super driven and chasing her goals. Um, and when I started to align that and really dig into the Proverbs 31 and read it for myself and pull my own, like let Holy Spirit speak to me and have my own thoughts on it. At that point, I was able to then start to see the pieces that actually fit into what I wanted to be. And that the desires I had of who I wanted to be, they weren't wrong or going against the Proverbs 31 woman. They actually came like directly in alignment with that. So that was something that was super, super powerful for me when I started to understand the kingdom revelation of that. I love that. Being a mold breaker doesn't mean being the opposite of. It means finding your finding your own take on what those attributes are for you and stepping fully into those with your own identity. Because I truly believe that that's what she did. She stepped in in her full identity. Um, and that's for us to step in in our identity, not attempt to fit ourselves into hers. And I love that you mentioned reading it in different translations. I just got a Bible. It's the voice translation and how most Proverbs 31 is divided up. You've got verses like one through nine and then 10 through 31 are about the wife of noble character. 
Well, this one has no like separation. And one of the things I love is that it's the mother giving advice. But in verse three, she says, don't waste your strength on women or invest yourself in women who would destroy even kings. So to be that woman, we have to be worthy of partnering with a king. And what is that? Stepping into our queenship, stepping into that identity of royalty and step in that verse stuck out this week. And I totally wasn't even correlating that with something that you had mentioned. And I knew I should have known you'd mentioned being a queen because you do have the (laughs) queen bee revolution. And so we'll talk about that a little bit at the end, but um, I loved that. I was like, you know, we have to step fully into our queenship to be that Proverbs 31 woman, even our own mold breaker version of that. So being in the health industry and being in business and being in business since you were 17, really, um, has that given you unique insight to the Proverbs 31 woman? Oh my goodness. I feel like absolutely. As I read through that, you know, I think it's funny because I think as each woman reads it, there's completely different things that will stick out. And 100%. Yeah. There's different thoughts that Holy Spirit's going to bring to you based off from it. So there's, there's habits and practices and stuff that I've seen coming from the fitness world and even transitioning into the health world. Cause I believe they're two different things, Yeah. Um, but I've seen habits and stuff that actually they pop up in there. There's things that are spoken about, um, in there. And even just one thing, like it talks about her waking up early and being a businesswoman and just in my health and stuff that I do. That's one thing I always think of is you don't usually have a person who isn't really successful in some area of their life who wakes up early. Like you don't usually have someone who just like wakes up just to wake up early, just because, right. It's normally because they are a person who is um, seeking after something and has an authority in something and that is pursuing something and has something that they're taking action on. Um, So it shows like just the success and the progress that she has in things that she's not just meek and mild and like sitting there. She's like waking up because she has a job to do. Um, she has drive. Day. Mm-hmm. She does. She has a massive drive in that. What awesome. did you just ask me? <laughs> do what? <laughs> what did you just ask me again? <laughs> How has like the health industry, the health and fitness industries and having your own business, how has that given you a unique insight? to the Proverbs 31 woman. The, the unique, another unique insight that it has given me is looking into the way she actually conducts business. If you look carefully, she's a hardcore businesswoman. It talks about how yeah. she, merchant ships coming in. Like I just, I just envision her literally like getting up early in the morning, getting dressed up all bougie, heading out to the ship to stand there. Cause it talk, they talk about like her linens and stuff. And I just see them like bringing crates out on pallets and them sitting them down and her open that up and going yes or no, telling them if it's good enough and if it reaches her, her standards and her quality um, for her to like take along with her. And I, that's just always how I see her. You know, and it talks about um, the way she just wakes up early. She goes about her business. It talks about her maidservant she has and like how she has people to help her and support her. Um, so I just see her as having these like helpers around the house and having a nanny and having a housekeeper mm-hmm. and people that just help her keep um, her life going so, so that she can pursue these things, these things that God has put on her heart, these business things. Um, it talks about how, um, her husband is respected. And I've seen, um, different explanations of this on how her husband's actually respected in the city because of her. 
and because of the authority that she has. And I, when I had always read that previously, it was always this mindset of like, she was only like, almost like he was respected. So that gave her a little bit of authority. But I'm like, mm-hmm. once I got the full understanding, it was like, no, because she has so much authority, like her husband even has higher respect because of that. Like pe- other people look around at her and they just see this, um, they just see her as a powerhouse. That's really just what I have seen from that. Yes, that's so good. Um, I love that take of her husband has even more respect because of her. And for the longest time, I viewed that as she's in the shadows doing all the work. So he gets all the glory and respect. That's how I viewed it for a long time. And I love that. No, that's actually not the case. Like her standing fully in her authority, in her identity, what she's great at just reflects even high, more highly of her husband. Like he, he who finds a good wife finds a good thing and she had to have been walking in that authority and in that, in her greatness before, right? Absolutely. I want to speak that too, because you said, yeah, he who finds a good wife finds a good thing. Cause I always, I always thought of that, like growing up as a teenager in youth group and stuff is it was like, Oh, whoever finds this wife that like cleans the house and takes care of the kid. Like it does. And like, yes, like I do all of those things still, but like, Like those are the things that make her a good wife. And like, no, it's the fact that she walks in her identity of who she's supposed to be, that she's not like sitting in the shadows, you know, hiding back. Like she's walking powerful in who she's supposed to be. And that is the good thing that he finds. Like when he finds a good wife, it is that she has her identity and knows who she is, no matter what your role is. Like if, like, if you're listening to this right now and you're like, I am not a powerhouse businesswoman, whatever, like I want to stay home and raise seven babies and cook and clean. And that's what I love. Like, that's what you should do then. Absolutely. Yes. But not, I think sometimes there's a picture of that put on, on women, especially in the Christian world, the Christian realm, and it needs to be broken off. <clears throat> Sorry. Oh, yeah, no, I totally agree. I think there are some stigmas that definitely need to be broken off because I think for the longest time, we've had this really old fashioned view And honestly, I don't even think that was the original view of women when the Bible was written. I think that was a religious mindset that set in for a very long time and created this idea of what the ideal woman looked like. And I honestly, I always see like this 50s housewife. That's always what I saw. And even in more of a homestead view where she had a garden and she did, you know, like i always viewed her as that but no she did so much more than that on that note like I love this bible it's got little notes and it says so she's talking it talks about she's strong independent capable and cares for her husband her family and the poor she runs the whole household in ancient Israel this would mean a large extended family including servants with all of their activities and the family business she want to know why she, she had help? Yeah, she says she runs the household too. It doesn't say that she did everything. That's yes. also something I noticed in that. Um, she had maid servants. What does that include? That could include a housekeeper. That could include a nanny. That um, think about modern things. That's utilizing things like Instacart. <laughs> it's utilizing things like a lawn service 
or, you know, there's a lot of different things that could fit into that for our modern description, I guess. Um, so I really feel like the view we've had on her for so long was not even the original biblical view of right. a woman in or out of the household. And Absolutely. so, I, I mean, I love that. And the family business, that mm-hmm. small business, whether that's home-based, whether you've got a brick and mortar or not, like she was a very big part in bringing streams of income into her home. It was not just solely up to her husband. Now, does that mean you absolutely have to have a work bringing some sort of income in? No, that's between you and God, right? Like if you staying home with your kids is your calling and that's where God has you and in your greatness, get it girl. Like you do it to the best of your ability. But I love that the Proverbs 31 woman is so multifaceted. She's got so much about her. Mm-hmm. She's not, she doesn't have just one skill, one gift. She's an amazing mom. She's an amazing household manager. She's an amazing businesswoman. She, she's an amazing wife. Like she's so many things. She's not, I hate to say it, like, she's not a one trick pony, you know? <laughs> I love that. Absolutely. And there's, there's actually a note I took down as I was reading through the Proverbs 31 and I was reading the passion translation, Mm -hmm. which I adore that translation of it. Um, and one thing that stuck out to me is down in the little notes in the bottom It actually made a note. I wish I would have written down what verse it was. Um, but the note actually said she raised her children to grow rich. And I found that to be interesting to where she literally, it literally talked about how not only was she like an earth shaker up in here, like she was also raising kids to like change the world. And this isn't like a, like, oh, money, fun things sort of thing. Like I believe when you have money, you have authority and you have power and you can make more changes in the world, right? Money makes big changes. Um, And so like just seeing the influence that she had on that that she was showing by example and that she was shining through for them. Um, super, super powerful. I love that. I only have the passion translation through the Bible app. Like I am intrigued to get a physical copy to read the notes now. Yeah, Cause that should. just blew my mind. Did you see my face? Just <laughs> I was like, Whoa, I love that. Yeah. She's not just an earth shaker. She's raising them too. She's teaching her children how to have impact and influence and make abundant income. That's absolutely, oh my gosh, I love that. That just made it so much better. <laughs> you love too. like a minute ago, you said this, and so I want to touch on this. You said, whether you work outside the home, whether you have a business, whether you have some sort of income, whatever it is, you said that's between you and God. And I think that's super, super powerful. I was actually talking to, um, a girl yesterday, yesterday, this morning, might even been this morning. Um, so I also, I, I coach other health coaches, um, into growing their businesses and stuff. And I was telling her, I said, it's okay for you to tell your husband, God has told me to build this business because mm. sometimes, sometimes in relationships too, are in our marriages, like God, not sometimes, usually God tells us things at different times. 
And so Emma's like, it is okay for you to look at your husband and be like, God told me to build this business and that, isn't that this, and that this is something I'm supposed to do. So that I thought that was powerful when he said that, like, that's between you and God. It's not that, oh, it's between you and your husband. Like it needs to be between you and God first. And then you are allowed to inform, hey, this is what the Lord told me. And of course you can have a conversation then, but I love that you pointed that out, that like right. that is between you and God with what you do with your life and the way that the way you live out and the pieces that you fully step into of the Proverbs 31 woman, because there's so many different facets of it. So I thought that was super powerful that you said that. And even in having that conversation with your husband in that scenario, he and God need to have their own conversation too, because he is that third strand that holds you all together. And so there's definitely the conversation on both sides. So I love that you... I like what you just said. It's okay <laughs> to say God told you to start this business. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love that. So is there anything else from like the chapter or about just women in business, women standing in their identity that you want to add? Um, I have a few notes here that I'm going to just kind of go over Absolutely, little like dashes that was like, these are things that popped out to me as I was reading them. So um, two things that it mentions that she has, it talks about she has wealth and she has wisdom. And the note I put down is that you don't get these things without earning them. And I think that's something where with that meek, mild, quiet sitting (laughs) idea that we, we, many of us were taught, it's just this, oh, she's wise. She's sitting there. And like, she reads her Bible, she learns, she watches like, no, she earned these through experiences in her life. Like you don't get wisdom simply, you can, you can get wisdom through learning and reading and stuff like that, but your hardcore wisdom, like the stuff that makes hardcore changes in the world that you can pass on. Those are the things that you earn and you work for. So with that wealth and that wisdom, like she has worked for those and progressed in those in her life. I thought that was super, super powerful. So I love that just in the book of Proverbs, it refers to wisdom as lady wisdom. I love that. I do. And um, so lady wisdom, as she was called, existed before creation and works alongside God as he fashions the hills and sets the limits of the sea. And that's Proverbs eight twenty two through 31. I love that she's ref- lady wisdom is referred to as a woman. I think that's huge. I think that's huge. And then it also says lady wisdom now stands in the streets, calling to the young and naive, inviting them to take the path that leads to true life. And so I love that the book of Proverbs really is all about that. And then it ends with the Proverbs 31 woman, that Proverbs 31 woman, all of us have to be introduced at some point or another to lady wisdom. And I think that's huge. And this was actually in the notes in the beginning of the chapter of Proverbs or beginning of the book in my voice translation. I read over that today and I thought that was really interesting going into lady wisdom. I love that. That's really, really beautiful. I love that. It's, it just kind of shows this guidance of, I think it almost pulls back from that, that concept that I was at least raised with of like the man is always to be seen and the woman is to kind of be hidden behind. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it's powerful to be like, no, here's one woman, lady wisdom, leading another um, into this place of authority and um, just and partnering with God in such a powerful way mm-hmm. that God did not like, 
I feel like so often when we think of God and the creation, it's God, Jesus, and Holy Spirit, and we only see the masculine of -hmm. that. But no, he partnered with Lady Wisdom. And oftentimes, like, the side of women, like the nurturing, that's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit has that nurturing, um, what am I trying to say? Like that nurturing spirit. Yeah. like like a beautiful heart yes that soft caring nurturing you know that's an aspect of the holy spirit that's Mm -hmm. who the holy spirit is in the trinity is like that mothering nurturing aspect yes i love it it's not all masculine the women don't have a place (laughs) like the feminine doesn't have a place no the nurturing and loving caring does have a place yeah. I love that. And, and we are made in the image of God too. And I, I personally, I always think of Holy spirit as a woman. Like if we're made in the image of God and there's three parts of God, like there's gotta be part that's a woman. Right. And so I always think of that. Like I always refer to Holy spirit as her. Um, is that's how I feel like it, like Holy spirit speaks to me is just through this kind motherly, like girlfriend, you've got this uplifting voice um that is there and like for me that's how I always see it like if if we're made in the image of God like us as women like for me like that's the piece that is (laughs) is yeah that's awesome did you have some other notes that Um, or did I just totally take your no (laughs) I I run away with it (laughs) no you're totally good I just had I had one more note um I had just written down verse 10 and verse 17 and both spoke to the strength that she has Um, and when we go back to that mindset that I used to have and pull it back forward, like I didn't see a woman of, of having strength in her. I didn't see it physically and I didn't see it emotionally. Mm -hmm. Um, any type of emotional strength I thought of was just like holding back what she actually desired and what she actually wanted. And like that, that was a strength, which really isn't a strength. That's actually a form of insecurity is what it is Mm -hmm. Um, hiding those things and not standing up in, in bringing forth the things that are inside of you. Um, so I saw that really powerfully that strength that she truly did have. Yes. And I don't know if you can see right behind me for those of you that see the video, the joy of the Lord is my strength. She is completely, she radiates joy. Mm -hmm. That is where you can find confidence and strength. So yes, I do believe she was physically strong. Like I believe her body was strong, but I believe her soul was strong, her mind, her will, her emotions. And so having joy at the forefront, that is strength. Being able to have a sense of humor, that is strength. Laughing things off when they might not be that funny, (laughs) you know, whenever it could be hurtful, that takes strength. And I think that's a facet of joy. Absolutely. Berlin, do you have a piece of advice that you would offer your younger self? If you could go back and talk to young Berlin, what's one piece of advice you'd give her? Oh my goodness. I, you told me you were going to ask me this question. I actually purposely didn't think about it because I wanted to see (laughs) (laughs) what would pop into my head and my mind. Um, And I think honestly, I don't know that I can break it down to one thing. It may be a short little paragraph of it, but Um, I think a lot of it is just love yourself and the true identity of who you want to be. Because I think so many women, it's, we hear love yourself, we hear um, know who you are, but I think so many times that we have limited ourselves to be in a specific place and that's not even who we want to be. 
And mm. so, yeah, we will embrace the person we are right now, but that's not who we want to be. We want to become more or something different, whether this be the way that we look, the way that we dress, like, girl, if you want to get dreadlocks, get dreadlocks and do it. Like, you know, whatever it is on the outside and on the inside, whatever mm-hmm. it is you want to go for, be true to that person that you want to be. Um, because those desires, those ideas, those concepts, that person, those desires were put inside of you by God. So for me, I always think if I do not chase after the desires that were inside of me, unless they are inherently wrong things, sins, right? Mm-hmm. If it is something that is good, if I do not chase after them, that is me going against an assignment God has given me. So step in mm-hmm. my piece of advice would be step into that identity of who you want to be and the things that you want to do, because those are assignments that you are, that you are being called to, to, to go forth and to put your effort into and assignments that you are called to complete on earth. If you don't do them, maybe someone else will do them, but they won't be God's first choice on how it's supposed to be done. So that is, I think my biggest piece of advice is when you have that identity of who you want to be and step into that and let yourself be that person, um, you're going to shake the world. That's for sure. That's amazing. And I think also that even goes into whenever you were talking, I immediately went to nannying. I was a nanny for a decade. That's who I was. That's what I was. And I wanted to break out of that. I didn't want to be Leslie. That's just the nanny. Like I knew that I had a calling for business and I had wiped my hands of it, but God brought it back in a very big way. And he's like, no, I've got big things for you. And once I finally believed him, I was so, I still didn't fully step into believing and owning that identity of me that you are an entrepreneur and not just like small business. You're meant for big business, like big things, huge goals, big influence. And it took a long time for me to finally step into that. And so I want to encourage you that go between you and God, because don't say, well, this girl on a podcast once said that I needed to quit my job. That is not what I said. Don't, don't put words in my mouth. No, no but if you no. <laughs> feel that God is telling you, Hey, step away. Can I just tell you how much freedom there is in stepping away? Yeah. I finally fully stepped away from nannying day after Christmas. That was my last shift as a nanny, a childcare person, whatever. And I can't tell you the amount of excitement and anticipation that I've got in my life now, because I know that God is lining up things. He's lining up clients. Everything in my business fell together in four days, four days. Y'all I have been working on this for 18 months and it came together in a pretty bow in four days. Can I just tell you that God, when he tells you, just trust me, just jump. He has got more than you can imagine more than you can imagine. And so just a little encouragement there that stepping fully into your identity is going to have impact and influence, whether that's inside your house, um, in a business, on a podcast, you know, no matter where that is, your story and who you are and the gifts God gave you are going to have influence and impact. Absolutely. Berlin, let how can our listeners get a hold of you, find out more, join the Queen Bee Revolution? How can they get a hold of you and find you on social? 
Well, they can find me um, if you just go on to Facebook and Instagram, the Queen Bee Revolution. Um, you can find me there and just like my page and follow it. Um, I also have a Facebook group for women. It's called the, the Successful, Confident, Healthy Women Facebook group, where I just teach women uh, once a week in there, I will do little challenges. And this is just how to up-level your mindset, your body, your health, your fitness, um, and just all areas of life to become more successful person overall in the things that you want to achieve in life. And those are some really great platforms uh, to find me on. Yes. And I am part of that successful, confident, healthy woman, Facebook group and the queen bee revolution. I'm on that page too, but, um, it's definitely worth jumping in there, find gleaning from the knowledge that Berlin carries. Cause she has spent so long investing in not only her fitness, but in her health and just watching her go through these things on her own. She's not just talking about it. She's walking through it too, which is huge. And she is a great person to glean from. And I will put those links in the show notes. Well, Berlin, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so glad I got you on. I, you joined one of my old groups and we did went live and I was like, hey, we need to do this again. <laughs> and now that I've got the podcast platform, I wanted to bring you on because I knew you'd have some revelation that was amazing. Awesome. I'm so happy to be here. This was so much fun. Well, thank you. And mold breakers, happy 2021. I hope you have the best year and we'll talk to y'all next week. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Not Your Average 31 podcast. If you loved this episode, would you hit subscribe and leave us a review? Subscribing means you won't miss an episode as they come out every Thursday. You can also connect with us on social media on our Not Your Average 31 Facebook page and Instagram at Not Your Average 31 Official. But I'd also love for you to join our community on Facebook. Search Not Your Average 31 Community, or the links are in the show notes. Thanks for listening to today's episode. We'll see you next time.